Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode four is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in social customer care. Also brought to you by The Insight Group, who's holding their annual customer service summit November 16th through the 17th. It's at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge, beautiful location. I love New York in the fall, don't you? If you are going, I would love to see you there and say hi, because Socially Supportive is the official podcast partner of the Customer Service Summit this year. So stop by and say hi to hear what's going on. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, so you can find out more about the event. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome back to Socially Supportive. It is Tech Tuesday. I hope that you made it through Monday okay. We know that Manic Monday comes with lots of reports, lots of questions and what have you. Today, we are going to be talking with our guest about visual IVR. Today's inspiration comes to us from Bill Gates, who says, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. And our book of the day is by Bill Price and David Jaffe. The best service is no service. How to liberate your customers from customer service, keep them happy, and control costs. Oldie but a goodie. Remember that you can find links to all the books mentioned on the show at sociallysupportive.com slash resources. It'll take you directly to Amazon, where, or you can go to Audible, where you can sign up for Audible and get a free month of Audible, which gives you the book for free. And then stick around because at the end of the show, we'll talk about job openings and any other announcements. But right now, let's get to our guest. Our guest served as a senior manager of self-service at Earthlink for for eight years and had responsibility for IVR, chat, web self-service, knowledge base. He was also program and product management at SoCoCare for one and a half years, which was a social customer care platform that I've used. Uh, he was also a senior solutions consultant at Five9 for almost four years, where he was responsible for IVR, ACD, chat, social. And currently, he is the senior solutions consultant at Jakeda, which is digital customer experience, including visual IVR and virtual assistance. So ladies and gentlemen, I present you Michael Hasten. Michael, thank you so much for agreeing to come and talk to us today. Thank you, Frankie. I appreciate the introduction. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if listeners know this or not, but you and I go way back in social customer care in terms of technology. And um, I think I might have had you pulling your hair out more than once um, looking into how we could make tools and technology better and better. And you were always such a great help and so brilliant at what you did. So thanks again for being on. Can you tell us a little bit more about you? Anything that I might have left out? Anything that's going on over at Chikata? Well, you, you definitely hit hit the high points there, um, but I'll say just just for, for the reader, the listeners out there that aren't uh, are familiar with Jakarta, uh, we, we, our, our mission statement here is you know first to 
engage customers uh, both on voice and digital with personalized self-service solutions. And so the idea really is to engage customers where they are, where they're coming from. Do they, do they come to a digital property first, the website, um, mobile web or something else, or do they call? And then from there, drive digital adoption uh, and reduce call volume with those uh, personalized self-service solutions. Oh, that's wonderful. And what do you guys have going on right now? Do you have anything interesting coming up soon? We do. So uh, Jakarta is going to be uh, present at the Mobile World Congress uh, September 12th through the 14th in San Francisco. So we'll have a booth there. We're sponsor. So ch- uh, check that event out, especially if you're if you're considering going. The site is www.mwcamericas.com. Oh, awesome. Now, are you going to be there in person or will they have someone else that's there on site? They will have somebody else. I don't think I'm going to make that one, Um, but uh, the company will be well represented. Well, that's awesome. Hey, if you guys go and uh, check out the booth, just tell them Michael sent you and maybe they will tell you some interesting stories about Michael. You never know. If you (laughs) run into me somewhere, I'm sure that I will tell you some fun stories about Michael and I. So, hey, um, you know, our audience that's listening right now is obviously digital customer experience, social customer care. So it's anything about really helping the customer out, probably without really talking to them on the telephone. Sometimes social customer care, you got to take it offline or what have you, but you're, you're probably mostly digital or trying to get some sort of technology between you and the customer to have the customer experience smoother and quicker. And then, you know, really save the face-to-face or telephone conversations with the agent for something that's really tricky and challenging. So I was really interested when we were talking and you were talking about visual IVR and virtual assistants. So tell us, tell us a little bit about this and how it sort of fits in um, with digital customer experience and how it can help everyone listening. Right. So, so companies over the last really, gosh, a decade or more uh, have have really made lots of investment in, in digital properties. You know that could be their websites, their uh, portals, uh, authenticated portals, uh, FAQs, you know, knowledge management, social chat, mobile web, mobile apps, uh, you know, things like that. Lots of investment has been made over the past 10, 10 to fifteen years. Um, how and, and, and customers are using those to to a certain extent. Still, however, most interactions. Um, you know, majority of them still end up with a live agent. Um, and, and then still today, the most common channel to reach a live agent is the phone. So there, there, I wanted to share today a couple of different solutions to, to help there. So the first being visual IVR. And so the idea or, or the concept behind visual IVR is to actually pivot a phone call to a digital uh, experience. Mm, right? That's so, cool. So, so what happens there is if a if customer calls into, say, the customer support line uh, from a mobile phone, there's the opportunity to um, engage with that customer, give them the opportunity to, instead of you know navigating the traditional IVR, and, and, and IVRs have been around for a long time, and they certainly certainly have a place and provide value. However, you know, you and I both know they've they've been picked on for quite a while too because they tend to frustrate a lot of a lot of people and they've made their way into Saturday Night Live and other <laughs> you know, comedy skits because because of that customer frustration. Yeah. Um, right. So so the so the idea here is that instead of instead of necessarily navigating that same uh, auditory IVR experience, 
allow a customer to instead use a cleaner, more robust, directed digital experience that's visual. So you can see the options, see what you're doing, um, and take advantage of the um, native capabilities of a mobile phone like uh, the ability to share, you know, photos and video, uh, calendars, GPS, things that aren't, you know, aren't native to an auditory IVR experience, but can easily be taken advantage of in a visual IVR uh, that can both help self-serve as, as well as, you know, if you do need to speak to somebody, get to the right, uh, you know, to get to the right agent quickly. That is really cool. So, so how does that work? Um, exactly. You've got a customer that calls into the IVR using uh, a mobile phone. And then the IVR, somehow your technology knows that it's a mobile phone, and it picks that out and then displays things on the phone to the customer in a different way. Right. So, so we, we provide an API uh, that, that does a lookup to, to see if, if the phone the person is calling from is, uh, is, is mobile or not, and, and if it's mobile, what the carrier is, uh, which, depending on the carrier, there could be some different treatments. But the idea is if, if they're calling from a mobile phone, we would send them an SMS message that says, you know, hey, uh, click on the link in this SMS for this great new, um, you know, quick and easy digital experience. And then when the customer clicks that link, they would uh, be, be presented in their mobile browser, uh, the, you know, what, what ends up being the visual IVR. So it's, it's a mobile browser, no downloads are uh, required. It's something that's just really would work on any, any phone with HTML um, or HTML5 browser. That is really neat. And it seems like that would be pretty useful to customers. What do you find that people sort of tell you that they like most about it? Like it's easier to use and and they're better able to do what it is that they need to do? For sure. So uh, with with, with our customers, we've actually generally been been rated very high on NPS from from customers who use the tool, uh, the containment within the visual IVR is generally higher than in the you know, traditional audio uh, IVRs, which helps lower call volume even further. Um, so, so, so customers like it. it it's it, it, as I've told family and friends here because I, I, I'm fairly new to Jakarta. I had been, you know, w- working with with Frankie at Soko Care and Five Nine uh, for, for for quite a while. Decided I wanted to to make a bit of a change, and I've been telling family and friends, hey, well, hey, you know, I've never heard of Jakarta. What do they do? And I've explained this concept to them, and it, you know, everybody's kind of said, "Oh, yeah, I would, I would definitely try that because those menus just drive me crazy." So, um, <laughs> it, it's you know, just the idea is to get get someone into a, a much cleaner, directed, really robust method to resolve their issue, complete their transaction, or if they still need to speak to somebody, get 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 them to the right person, and not only get them to the right person, but pass along all the context of what they've done in the digital experience to the agent desktop so the agent can see, okay, they took this step and this step and this step, and maybe this is where they dropped off, but this is exactly what they're looking to do. I can jump in right here and I have to start from the beginning. That is so neat. And when when you and I were talking about this, I was not even aware that this sort of parallel line of technology 
even existed in this fashion. And that's why I was like, you have got to come and tell people that this is a thing. Because if we're running social customer care, we're probably also, you know, because nobody wears just one hat anymore, right? We all are wearing several hats. So you're either in the break room having a cup of coffee with Bob, who's in charge of this, or you might be also be yourself and Bob, uh, you might have a responsibility for this as well. And what what's struck me as interesting about what you were saying about this is that what we know is customers perceive a better experience when they perceive a lower level of effort on their part. And from the way that you described it, it sounded to me as though when a customer was using their mobile phone, they were expecting a traditional IVR experience. But then their phone started to do these different and unusual things that were helpful to them where they could select things because they're actually like pushing their phone screen, right? And then different things are happening is that that's like how this visual part works, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And so, and so you think about you know the, for those of you who are familiar with the IVR design out there, I mean, there there are limitations to what to what the traditional channel can provide. You you typically want to limit menus to you know no more than three or four options, just because people have to remember what the options are so they can choose between those. Uh, you know, you're you're limited to either. Um, it, it, there are natural language options out there, but a lot of IVR is still having a directed dialogue with, with short speech responses or DTMF, which is digits. Um, so what the visual IVR can enable, just, be, just because it's native uh, to, to, to mobile and to a visual experience, you can have longer menus because people can scan really quick between, you know, among different options. <clears throat> to, to see what they want to do versus having to listen to an, you know, an, an entire menu. So it enables people to navigate very quickly. Um, you can also capture alphanumeric strings. So where, where even speech IVRs have a difficulty capturing letters because there's so many letters that, sta- that sound the same. You know, C, D, G, P, E uh, are very difficult, for example, for speech IVRs to capture. But if you're, if you're capturing member IDs for authentication or VIN numbers or um, things like that that may have uh, letters and numbers in them. It's super easy to type them into, uh, just type them into the visual IVR and you don't have to worry about any, any you know, really high error rates or anything like that. Plus you can, uh, you know, they're, they're perfect for things like um, in the insurance industry where you know, you're looking at find a provider or um, or in property and casualty experience, uh, insurance where you're you know, finding a, a repair shop for your car and you can rely on GPS and, and, and map type applications that are native to your mobile phone that you could really couldn't do on, on a regular IVR. So just think about the things that you can do on mobile because of the technology that's available there that's certainly not possible in a, in a regular IVR. That is so cool. And when you look at that example that you gave where you've got some sort, maybe you, you know, God forbid, you've been in some sort of fender bender or something like that. And you're on your cell phone, you're at the scene, you're trying to do some stuff. And then you get into this IVR where you're pushing buttons on the phone and maybe you can type in a VIN number, type in a license plate number. This would be, I think, possi- I would perceive this as much easier to get through than a traditional IVR where you're trying to, you know, say things either to the IVR or to an agent or something like that. So just the perceived ease of use by the customer, 
I would think that that you would definitely have improved customer satisfaction and MPS scores coming from that. And, you know, guys, when you're listening, uh, Michael, as I said in the intro, had responsibility for the IVR uh, at Earthlink for, you know, several years, and that was many years ago. So um, this comes from a lot of understanding about how IVRs work and, and the best way to use them and so forth. So that's why when Michael and I were talking about this, I thought, this is so cool. We have got to tell people about this. So, Michael, let me ask you, um, if people want to know more about uh, Jakarta, and I'm saying it wrong, it's Jakarta, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So if people want to know more about Jakarta and how to, um, you know, is there like a URL that they should go to or how, how do they find out more about this? Well, the, the website, the company website is jakada.com. That's J-A-C-A-D-A.com. And there's also uh, a, a demo site that we sponsor called visualivr.com that you can go and actually try some of these examples out uh, live to see how they work. That is so cool. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for coming on and telling people about this. Anything that we can do, I think, as a digital customer support community to make the customer experience that much easier or that much better, I think coming on and sharing that technology and talking about it is just so beneficial. So again, guys, Michael Hasten, thank you so much. And listen, do you have a job opening? If you do, send it over to Frankie at Frankie at Socially supportive.com. Our listeners are the smartest in the biz. Look, they now they know about Jakarta and an IVR that you can push buttons on, right? So they're pretty smart. Also, if you're looking for a spot, don't worry, I'm not going to tell your boss or say your name on the air, but send me your resume at Frankie at socially supportive.com and I'll pass your information along to someone who might hire you. Who's doing it well? If you see an awesome Twitter exchange, or if you just want to brag about your own team, send me a copy of it to Frankie again at sociallysupportive.com. I might share it on the air or post it in the show notes or on the site. So everybody, that was Tech Tuesday. Tomorrow will be Wisdom Wednesday, where we will sit back with a cup of coffee and somebody will read something to you. It will be super fun. Until then, and even after then, I am I'm Frankie Soche, and this is Michael Hasen, and we thank you for listening to Socially Supportive. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time. 